show. A lot of conversations that sure do flow. Local comedians, man, you need to see them, baby. So check out Lynn's show. Hello, everybody, ladies and germs, germs and ladies. I keep saying, this has become the unofficial intro to this is where I just talk about how there are non-binary germs. Uh, but, but there could be. There, well, there are. There, We understand that there are. I'm going to get off this right now. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, germs are non-binary. They Dead. don't have any genitals. They don't. They uh, don't they have, have any gender expression at all. They have no dicks, no pussies, uh, no anything. Which, if they wanted to get some, I guess they could. Uh, but Eva can't wear a dress. <laughs> but I mean, it could. It would look good. Uh, but as you can tell, I'm not the only one on the show today. Uh, as we have been doing the last couple of weeks, we have some lovely guests here today and as always as i introduce her uh one of them i'm marrying one of them i am not uh we decide by the end of the episode who it is uh, <laughs> but we're both black <laughs> <laughs> that is true that's true uh please help me welcome my fiance uh sierra simone hoskins and then my non-fiance but a wonderful comedian and local artist uh amira sanders hey. Woo! And I'm your friend. Yes, uh, friend. Uh, <laughs> I only the only thing I introduce people is uh, as is uh, what they do, and then if they're marrying me or not. Uh, and most of the time they aren't. Uh, there's one exception. Yeah. Hello. Uh, <laughs> but first and foremost, hello, Amira. Hi, Lynn. How are you? I'm good. Okay, I'm very happy you're here. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, hi, Sierra. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm very happy you are here. So, uh, we are going to talk kind of about everything today. If there's something that you're just like, I don't, don't, don't I don't want, I want to talk about that. Just hit me over the head, okay? Okay. Okay, so, as I mentioned earlier, and if you have, when you have a question for it, just hit me over the head and be like, shut the fuck up, I'm talking now. I usually <laughs> just interrupt, so it's cool. Hell yeah, that works too. <laughs> <My> just... So, <laughs> so uh, comedy, you're a comedian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how, kind of the stereotypical thing of like, how'd you, how'd you get started? But like how I just, to me, like, to me, like, you you and Ty just kind of popped up out of nowhere. You were both very, very funny. I knew nothing about you except I really wanted to be both of your friends. And um, like, as normal with me. I didn't talk to either of you for a while. I just stared at the floor and was just like, you're really funny. Like, you're really, really funny. And you still want to be my friend, which is nice. Aww. But <laughs> I'm going to say your cartoon voice is a huge draw for me. <laughs> so, wow, this is a walking cartoon character. Great. Must be friends with me. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I must paint him like one of those French girls. <laughs> what did you think of Lynn when you first met him? Oh, God. Cartoon voice man. Cartoon. <laughs> I really wondered if you were a voice actor, because I was like, someone needs to take advantage of this. We're we're going to get into that in a little bit. Actually, now that I think about it, which did you... So, you are also an artist. Like, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm an artist. 
I do art. And then it's like, hey, y'all ain't ever had seven penises at the same time? It's like... Oh, my God. You're like an actual... Like, you draw, you paint, you do comedy. You like, I hate using the term renaissance woman, but, like, you... I feel like you, if you wanted to do everything... I feel like that's not an insult at all. Like. No, but, like, I, it's not that I... It's not that I'm saying it's an insult. I just hate using the term renaissance because it just feels like it's, like... I do everything at once. There, there feels like there should be like a better term. You know, I feel you. it's kind of overused. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I seem like I do everything is because I start a bunch of projects and I never finish them. <laughs> so it's an illusion. <laughs> I just a mess. It's on the outside. It's like, wow, she does so many things, but have I finished them? That's the question. Well, you do, you do finish a lot of them. You finish a lot of your art, and you, and it's wonderful. It's not like a sunflower on like a field of sunflowers where the sun is also a sunflower. It's I, I don't know any art that's not sunflowers. <laughs> Let me just clarify that. Like it's actual like I don't want like superheroes. They legit look like superheroes and be- and beautiful women of color, uh, and they're just great. I just like drawing uh, black women with colorful hair that can punch things. It's my, it's my <laughs> jam. Uh, like right now, I'm playing uh, Kill la Kill uh, the, on the Switch. Do you guys know Kill la Kill? I do mm-hmm. not. It's an anime um, that, I mean, okay, when you first watch it, you're going to be like, Amira, what what are you doing? This is not okay. Um, <laughs> and like, totally, totally, like, I agree. Because, uh, like, when I first watched this anime, my boyfriend at the time, he tried to show it to me, and I was like, oh, no, this is all just fan service. This is, like, not at all gross. No, not mm-hmm. doing it. But then he was like, well, then I, you know, dumped that guy. That, that was, yeah, Yeah, that fuck guy. that guy. And then, Damn. you know, then he was like, also, you need to watch this. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. And then um, I watched it, and it just blew my mind. It's mm-hmm. like, it just... Basically, like, a lot... The main characters dressed dress in, like, this really scantily clad, like, mm-hmm. uh, superhero outfits. Hell yeah. Um, and it's like, I'm talking, like, like bikini, like, thong, titties out. Like, like, they're like, like it's just Dorito chips on yeah, the nipples and like, crotch. It's like, like, really, <laughs> it's, like, really just, like, out there. And the whole premise of the show is that uh, there are these aliens called life fibers, and they're basically just clothing. <laughs> and they try to take over the world. And the main characters uh, use this alien clothing to their advantage, it just happens to look like a really, 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 really skimpy outfit. But it gets to a point where, like, one of the main characters is like, listen, I'm just here to, like, fight you bitches. And if you are uncomfortable by my titties being out, that's on you. I don't give a fuck. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. Like, here is just titties. Come on. <laughs> I'm just going on a tangent. But, yeah, um, I'm playing that game. And, like, that that game kill, like, that anime kill la kill like basically encompasses everything i like just mm-hmm. uh beautiful women just beating the shit out of each other <laughs> it, it sounds like if free the nip was an art form and i'm yeah, really here honestly, for it just aggressively just <laughs> the nips just were like oh you know <laughs> well so we might as well just get into this now you're you're a big 
a fan of anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have always been of the belief, and I still kind of stand by this today, like, growing up, like, I watched, like, kind of the stereotypical animes of, like, the Pokemons, the Naruto's, and the Dragon Ball Z's, and, anim- like, anime people feel very much like kink people. <laughs> Where Do we? It, no, so what know. I mean, what I, I, we are not anime people. That's the thing because it, because with anime people, and if you are anime people, I do not mean this offensively, but if I tell you, hey, I like Naruto, your reaction is not, oh, cool, what do you like about it? Your reaction is, oh, if you like Naruto, you're gonna love <laughs> wearing a tail at a convention for seven hours. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, believe it, a Rasengan, headbands. Oh my that's, god, oh my god. That's what I like. <laughs> he said he's said a Rasengan. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Oh god, okay. That is what I like. At least we don't say Naruto. I hate that when people like just fuck up the pr- pronunciation. I, just, I literally do that on purpose because there was this reporter. I don't know if you guys remember, but we were like 13 or whatever. And this reporter goes, Yeah, a bunch of kids are running around with their arms behind their backs and they're watching this show called Naruto and they're getting in trouble because I guess like it was on the local news. And I was like, It's Naruto. Like, I was so pissed. <laughs> like, it's. <laughs> True story, my middle school track coach, when he was teaching us how to run down hills, he told us that, hey, don't don't pump your arms. Like, you just lean into it, let your arms flow free, and just run with the wind. And I'm just like, so you want us to, like, run like we're jumping from trees to trees? He was just like, yeah, if, you, if that helps you out, then yeah. <laughs> we lost every race. <laughs> You look like idiots like you <laughs> I remember the last time I Naruto ran. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was too scared to do it at high school. Like, I was hiding from my friends that actually watch anime. Because I'm like, Ugh. Like, now it's cool to be a black girl watching anime. But now, like... Uh, yeah, I was, I was like, already, like, a black Muslim girl in, like, a predominantly, like, white school. So I was like, fuck yeah. it. I'm already weird. Uh, the last time I Naruto ran was freshman year of college. <laughs> Hell yeah. Granted, I was 17. I don't know. Does that make it oh, better? Oh, that's young for college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, started, I went to college really young. Um, but, so, like, I thought I was alone. <laughs> she had a, gr- she did not know. Girl. Okay, I was, I, I left my dorm to get a burrito. And, as um, we do. As we do. And there was, like, this low wall that was, like, just outside of the burrito place. And it looked jumpable. I was like, I'm a Naruto run along this wall and then jump off. It's going to be so cool. And nobody's going to see me. (laughs) (laughs) So I did that. I Naruto ran. I jumped. I did not stick the landing. Uh, and then, <laughs> as I picked myself up, there was a group of my peers who lived in the same dorm as I did, so there was no escaping them. They all saw me, and they looked at me, and I looked at them, and I just was like, well, that's the last time I'm doing that, <laughs> like, and I'm what going to get my burrito. I walked right past them like nothing happened. <laughs> I was like, I dare you to say something. I dare you. <laughs> I they were like, uh, uh, what 
is she training for? <laughs> no, they're probably this fucking loser. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, if if I were like in that group of people, I would probably also roast me. Be like, what's I, uh, up, Sasuke or whatever. I don't know though, because people were pretty laid back and very nice in high school. Just but I mean, not high school. I mean, college, because I felt like everyone was like, you know, we're all going through phases. We're all, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Because I was, I don't know, maybe because I'm a nice person. And I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just not all about being mean to people and bullying, so. I'm not a nice person. Yeah, I was hella judgmental <laughs> of, like, a lot of people. There was a, t- there was a lot of people that was like, you're paying $1,300 a semester to do this? No, like a quarter, whatever. Uh, but, so. Wait, what? No, like, you're, <laughs> like, there would be this, like, group of people at, like, certain tables in the cafeteria where it wasn't that they had like a laptop they had full like computer setups to like play like video video games games, dress up as anime characters and just be there and i'm like are you are you paying for this place for wi-fi like if that is like that's fine i'm just trying to figure out what's going on here that is kind of weird they didn't do that in their dorm room I mean, it was a community college. Oh, that's why. Okay, oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, community college. Extended high school, baby! Pretty much. You guys think... So? I've never... I went to a university, so... Me I never... too, but I'm just... I've seen community, and I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joel McHale's a bully in yep. that show. A six-foot-five exa- bully. That's exactly community college is like <laughs> in my brain. Yes. That awesome. Okay. I, I mean, Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like slightly depressing, but you're also like gallows humor. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone everyone here is slightly depressed and not really sure what they're gonna do. So Yeah. But we're trying. <laughs> we're know? trying. We're we're paying and we're saying we're trying. Honestly though, I respect people that just go to community college, at least like to get their gen ed Save stuff money. Done. Save money because like and by the time I, I was in junior year of uh university I went to Mizzou. Boo. I was going to say, isn't it hella racist in Mizzou? Oh, yeah, listen, okay, I was in Alabama when Mizzou sent me a letter. I had never heard of Mizzou in my life. That's good, you got a letter, though. And they were like, hey, you're black and smart. Uh, (laughs) Come here so we can get our numbers up. Exactly, they were like, we'll (laughs) give you money to come over here and make us look good. And then I had to join a bunch of protests, so you know how it goes, you know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> totally understand. I yeah. relate to the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> no, do that again in your life. Jesus. He just put up a fist in his when he said struggle and that you guys can't see that. But he did that and I just want you to know he's never allowed to do that again. Cancel me, please. I have huh? to have y'all excuse my fiance, my future husband. He is learning. He is learning. But I mean, you touched on it briefly that you did grow up in a traditional Muslim household. What, what was that like? And then do you, I mean, you touch on it a bit in your, in your act as a comedian. Like, how did that like form not just your opinions as a as a comic, but just like you as a person? How did, and have you like grown out of that? Um. So growing up in a conservative Muslim household. Uh, stunted my growth severely. (laughs) I'm doing all of my emotional growth now. That's good. I'm doing all of my self-identity building right now. Because, really, uh, it's just, 
you follow what your parents say and you don't question it. And uh, if you do, then you get in trouble. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I actually kind of, it was kind of funny. I had a conversation with my mom recently and she's like, why did you leave? Like, why did you leave Islam? And I was just like, mm, I didn't really believe in God or fear God. I mostly feared you. Uh, <laughs> you At least you my, were being honest yeah, with like, her. Yeah, you were my God. Sorry. And now that I left and I realized you're a human being, it's like, I don't know. I just, I just didn't like, there are just aspects of Islam that I just didn't vibe with. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I grew up, like, being taught that, like, oh, people's belief in God is a reflection of their character. Like, so if they believe in God, if they fear God, then, like, they will be a good person. Mm -hmm. Like, kind Mm -hmm. of. Like, for example, like, Muslim women are not allowed to, like, marry non-Muslim men, technically. Mm. And their reasoning for that was, like, oh, Islam will... People, Muslim men will respect your rights as a woman because Islam does da-da-da-da-da. And my dad did not uh, respect my mother uh, in that way. And that's messed up that, like, you were, like, listening to this, being taught this, and then you see, like, like, you know what I'm saying? The math ain't mathin', yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, I just, from a very young age, I kind of knew in the back of my mind that I would eventually leave Islam. Like, just realizing it, I knew I would marry a Muslim man, and I just kind of, in my like, I never would say it out loud, but in my mind, I just like this is all so stupid. Like just the stuff mm. that they would argue about and what God would get mad at. I'm just like this is dumb as hell. I don't. Also, I don't want to get up in three at three in the morning to pray to God. I want to sleep. <laughs> I don't want to. That's dumb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it does. It is pretty petty that. God created everything. He created my mattress, and I'm not allowed to use it right now. <laughs> okay. Oh it's just God. like, I just, like, it, it just all the stuff and sacrifices you have to make for God and, like, all that stuff. Like, I, people would just use it to control me sometimes. And, like, mm-hmm. I personally uh, am just naturally rebellious. I just don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I left my family and like went to college, I was just introduced to a lot of different ways of being. And it's like the distance really allowed me to like be like to to realize what was my family and like what mm-hmm. was me, you know? Yeah. So like anime, all me, you know? <laughs> I, that was that, that, that's the core of my identity <laughs> or whatever. But, like, uh, I, like, stopped wearing hijab. I stopped praying. I stopped believing in God. Um, So I have a question. Sorry. So, like, I don't know if this is true. So I heard from other people that you wear the hijab around certain areas because um, the culture, like, you wear it, I guess, because you don't feel safe or to protect yourself. Is that true? Like, what do you... I don't really know what that means. So, like, for example, like, um, I had a co-worker. She was wearing her hijab at first, and then uh, she stopped wearing it. And so, um, me and my co-workers were like, I wonder why she stopped wearing it. And I kind of did some research, and I was like, oh, like, I guess you wear it, like, you know, in unknown places. You know that your family and friends aren't around, but 
once you get comfortable, you feel safe, you can like remove it. Is that true? I feel like that might be a cultural thing rather than a religious thing. Because as far as I was concerned, it's like any, if you're in an area where people that were not your family were around, Mm -hmm. you prefer that you job. Like my, my friends would come over to like hang out. Uh, and like I could, so I didn't have to wear it around girls, but I had to wear it around like men, Men, Mm -hmm. boys that I was not in my family. Uh, so like I had a guy friend, Christian, (laughs) came, who came over to my house sometimes to watch The Walking Dead in high school. And like, I remember like, I almost, I ran out of my room because I was like, oh, hi. But then like, I didn't have my hijab on. My mom was like, no. (laughs) She like blocked me and she was like, you gotta cover your head. I guarantee you Christian does not care. Like, it's just stupid shit like that. Um, (laughs) I'm just here to see Rick shoot people. (laughs) Yeah, it's like we really, we're here to eat s'mores and watch zombies get decapitated. Um, But yeah, I just, there are a lot of aspects of organized religion that I find to be pointless and dumb. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That's kind of a harsh, harsh word, but like, I just... Sometimes I'm like, wow, you guys are stressing over something that does not exist. <laughs> just, just like, oh, like, this is what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the whole like, oh, you have to suffer now so that mm. later on and later on after you die. I feel like in a way we're already suffering though because like even I don't know because oh we definitely live in hell. Yeah, it's because um, <laughs> I think about how like you know because I feel like out of all my siblings I was the only one who kind of was like oh like at peace with my father's um death and it was because I was like man my dad he was you know he was just trying to do this for people and this for people and they would just you know pretty much dry him out you know what I'm saying and I'm just like I'm so happy you know no one has to you know have to rely on him anymore you know I'm happy that he raised me my brother and my sister to the best of the capability he could you know and I was like I'm just very grateful for him and I guess that's why I was like I quickly came at peace with his death faster than most of my family members did but like yeah I was just like the way I don't know the way we live life on earth I'm just like there has to be like a great like there has to be a greater you know this isn't the end like you know there is a heaven or whatever you believe in like because this ain't it. <laughs> I don't know necessarily think I believe in the concept of heaven or hell, but I do believe in just energy being passed on, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with. Like, I love the idea of me dying, and I just become mushrooms. Like, that's great. That <laughs> That's so Miyazaki as shit. Like, that's, that's, that's the most peaceful thing I can think of. I... For a second, I thought you were going to say, I'm okay with me dying, and I was going to be like, no, no, don't go yet, no, we still have 30 minutes left of the show. I'm on antidepressants now. Yeah. Yeah. Health insurance. Yeah. 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 (laughs) 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 So stupid. All right, so you... Leave, uh, leave the religion, uh, religion, the religion of Islam. You go to college. When do you start doing comedy? This is fun. Uh, so I was like 19 or whatever, and I met my first boyfriend at the time. He was 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so your face like, oh, okay, yeah. I wasn't yeah, the only one. Exactly. <laughs> 
so like as soon as I turned twenty, he was like, "You wanna date me?" And I was like, <laughs> "Sure, that's great." And like I still had that like idealized version of romance because I never had a boyfriend before because I was never allowed to date. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna." do so many fun things like none of them were sex in my mind i was just like really innocent like i just we're gonna take naps together like this kind of shit and um so uh he turned out to be an immature asshole Mm. and um like around like because he wanted to break up with me but he didn't want to actually do the breaking up with so he just stopped talking to me Uh, i hate people like that and i was like hey what's wrong what's going on and he's like nothing or whatever and like just being very cold and standoffish so like i got frustrated and it's like i'm gonna break up with you and like i was on the phone and he was like good and he like hung up and i was like they didn't speak to me for like two months and until like i forced him to uh but yeah so anyways that guy he um before we broke up he challenged me to do an open mic st- uh at Eastside Tavern uh in Columbia. Oh, okay. oh we've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and uh fun fact Ty was there for my very first set ever. What? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was fate. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> also, just to clarify, Ty is in the room because uh, he, he has a show later. He is just in the corner being like, I'm on my phone. Don't worry about me. But yeah, um, so he broke up with me before I had like before I performed. Mm-hmm. So like I just decided to do it for myself anyway. Just like I have this. I wrote this whole set. Uh, I'll just, you know, do it. And then I did it, and I fucking killed. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> okay. Fucking killed. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I just kept doing it. And so I kind of did it, like, it, I did. I truly did it for myself. Um, but I guess I wouldn't have done it if he hadn't, like, challenged me to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the fact that I did it even after we broke up was just, like, me choosing to do it for myself. So that was really fun, and I love instant gratification. So yeah, I kept doing it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, that's how I got into it. So that's then, good. why the move from Can- why the move to Kansas City? Out of all places, because I became too big for Columbia. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Columbia. <laughs> okay, honestly though, it got to the point where people would come up to me that I didn't know and be like, "Oh my god, are you Amira?" And I was like. I didn't. I didn't like that. That's kind of dope, though. I hated it. I hated people like knowing me, but I didn't know them. Like that. That I didn't like it. So I was like, "Well, I gotta leave. This is too much for me." And uh, but also just. Um, what are you gonna do if you ever get famous? Like, oh my gosh, can I get your autograph? I mean, at least that would make sense. I don't I know. Guess so, yeah. Like, I'm just like some casual person doing stand up in the middle of Missouri. Like, why come up to me and be like, "Oh my god!" Like, it's <laughs> are you a man? You know, it'd be different if I had like a Netflix special. Like, sure, yeah, I get that, but I'm just some girl. Calm down. <laughs> like some people, I would be at my smoothie shop job, and they'd be like, "Oh, you do comedy," and I'm just like, "Yeah." Do you want whey? Yeah, it's like <laughs> your smoothies two ninety seven. Two ninety seven for a smoothie. I know. I'm just throwing out pretty cheap. Numbers. I was gonna say. We're going to Columbia for smoothies. No, we're they're probably like five something. But um, <laughs> rude. The, yeah, I would just people. I'd be like doing my coffee shop job, and like people would be like, "Oh, hey, you're that friend," and I'm just like, "Yeah, but I'm obviously like, don't look at me. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I hated that they could see me both 
in the comedy, like, you know, crushing it area, but then also see me at my minimum wage job. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, I want to keep that illusion of me being, like, some funny star instead yeah. of you seeing me in my true form of a wage slave, okay? That because, makes sense. You know, I want to separate those two versions of me, and I don't like when they collide. Yeah. So, yeah. I just Too did. small of a town, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I just did an interview with somebody where they kind of said the same thing. And, like, people would come into her job and they'd be like, oh, my God, it's you. And she was like, yeah, it is. Did you get everything you wanted out of this? Like, (laughs) it's like, what do you want from me? Like, you want to be like, ah, thank you for recognizing me. Uh, I'm still here. (laughs) You know, like, it's, uh, yeah. So it'd be different if I were, like, if I had, like, a Netflix special or whatever. And, like, you know, that makes sense because, obviously, I feel like that would be my job at that point Mm -hmm. so it's like i wouldn't feel so much shame i guess if they saw me outside of that job um but yeah i'm like i just like when they saw me at my job i just wanted to be like this is not who i am okay like (laughs) this real me is the one you saw on stage okay like the 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 impressive i just gotta pay my bills yeah like (laughs) forget you saw this kind of deal are you camille there you go, Camille. Don't ever fucking bring this again. <laughs> don't, fuck, don't call me at work. <laughs> don't have to call me at work. <laughs> you know, it's like really much that vibe. Did you... So, you're killing it in Colombia, and then you're just like, I'm, I'm getting out. We moved to KC. Did you have any expectations when you came here? Were you like, I want to do this, this, and this? Or were you like... I just need to get the hell out and see what happens. Um, I kind of like panic moves to Kansas City because it was right after college and I was hit with the, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. And uh, I got a job at AmeriCorps here at Literacy <laughs> Lab and I was just like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, and like I figured that there'd be uh, more opportunities to do stand up and stuff and I missed living in the city because like, I'm originally from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I missed living in a city and, um, yeah, I, apparently I had met some Kansas City comedians before, but mm. I have a terrible memory. Like, you, like people literally have to keep showing up in my life for my brain to like save a slot for them. You know what I mean? Thank God we were here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's like, cause if like, I've had people like, not even that, I guess, like, cause I've had like eight week classes with people mm-hmm. in the, we've been in the same room every week and then after that course is over they come up to me and be like hey amira and i'd be like who the fuck are you there are people because you know lynn was born and raised here there'll be people that come up to lynn and be like hey we had um this class together we went to high school together and lynn's like i don't know their fucking name i don't know who you are i'm like what the fuck? i don't even know their faces this is the first time i'm seeing you like <laughs> you know they- <laughs> The weird one, though, is when some... Because my mom's also been raised here, too. And because Navratel is not that popular of a name, if they hear, give it up for Lynn Navratel, everyone's like, are you Frankie's kid? And it's just like, yep. And now I've got to address this. Yeah, see, I can't be doing that. Just, uh, because, like, I mean, when I was, like, living at home, uh... I was always, like, my mom's kid. I don't know. That That's, that's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like when people are like, oh, you're so-and-so's kid. It's like, no, I am me. Like, stop. I don't know. But uh, No, they're my mom. I'm not their kid. <laughs> yeah, they're my mom, okay? <laughs> Other way around. But, um, 
Yeah, what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got us off. No, no it's okay. Like, my expectations for Kansas City. Uh, mm-hmm. I figured that, you know, there'd be more opportunities to do comedy. Um, mm-hmm. And I, like, I'm just slowly inching my way across the state, this the country to get to LA. So, California, you know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, not even LA. I hate Los Angeles. Like, uh, I like visiting, but I don't want to live there. So just, like... I feel that. It's too bougie. Around. Too much poverty. I don't know where to go, sad. but somewhere that's not there, but close enough to where I can do the things. But um, We've got spots in mind. We'll talk later. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah, just like figured it, you know, next steps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, this is like the first city that I feel like I know. Like... I know I grew up in Atlanta and stuff, but I was also a child, so I just, like, went wherever my mom took me, mm. you know? So, like, this is the first city that I, like, I know where to go, like, everywhere, and, like, the places to be, and, like, oh, yeah, I've been down to 35th and Prospect, and you're like, oh, shit, I know <laughs> Prospect, that shit crazy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I do like Kansas City, um, but like most American cities, there are things that need to change. But for the most part, uh, I have, I have, I don't want to say fallen in love with, because that seems like too Camille to me. Um, I really, really like. <laughs> You've fallen in like with. I've fallen in like with Kansas City. It's pretty dope, yeah. Because you can leave like. <laughs> yeah. You can leave like not I don't. Yeah, I don't I love it enough dead. to be like, oh, I want to stay here, because no, I definitely want to move somewhere else. <laughs> so, I feel yeah. that. I'm, I'm, I, I, We're on the same boat. I've fallen out of in love with Kansas City and be like, oh, I like Kansas City. Yeah, you've I, been here forever, though. Yeah. So, like, I to- like, anyone that has lived in Missouri their whole lives, I hope. 100%. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, please. Please! Yeah. <laughs> like, I was talking to Hillary Holt, and I was like, you need to move. You, you need to move. Get out of town. So you don't... You're, you're done here. It's it's over. You need to go somewhere <laughs> You're else. done, girl. You're, you're done. done here. <laughs> this city has given it all it can give you, okay? You'll never work in this town again, <laughs> It's not worth it. Leave him. <laughs> him being the city. <laughs> So, all right, you you come to Kansas City, you have a bunch of fun. Um, The other thing that I think is, like, I tried to, like, I'm trying to word this the best way. You also date a comedian. Yes. Which, like, it's, to me, it's, like, kind of rare to, for two people to be comics at the same time. And to me, it's also interesting that they're growing comics at the same time. Because I feel like... Especially when you're starting early out, you're still trying to figure out who you are, not just as a comedian, but as a person. So what is that kind of been like? Um, really messy. Uh, mm-hmm. be honest. It, yeah, you're growing as comedians, you're growing as people. Um, I think we started dating when I was like 22, he was like 23, so it's just like mm-hmm. we're babies, basically. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, I, what I'm learning is that Just, mm, how do I say this? Um, Get your shit together. Not even that. It's just, <laughs> it's like part of it is like realizing like how much shit you have to get together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
because uh, like there are things that affect your relationship that you don't even think about sometimes you know it's like oh why do I get mad when someone does this this way or something yeah. like that and it's oh because in your childhood some bullshit happened <laughs> and you're like oh shit I'm projecting my childhood trauma onto my partner yeah. that's not okay and then like you just like kind of I don't know, I personally have just realized, oh, damn, I'm really emotionally immature. Holy shit. Like, I just need to, like, <laughs> get it together, honey. Just, and so, it it's, I'm very lucky to um, fa- have found someone that uh, is very patient and forgiving and graceful <laughs> with uh, the it's, mess. Yes, yeah. Yeah, they're holding hands. It's very cute. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't have the ring on. Where is it? Oh, my God. It's in the jewelry box, guys. <laughs> Chill out, okay? Like, exactly. I'm in the house. <laughs> I'm barely going anywhere. All I do is go to the gym, live here. I'm kind of quarantining, trying to stay away from people. That's not her saying I keep her here against her will. Oh, my God. She can leave, but I don't want her to. But it's just weird. <laughs> for me to be like, oh, let me take a shower and put my ring on and I'm going to, you know, be in the house almost the yeah. entire day. Like, it's weird. The ring is to let other people know. Exactly. And she's here. It's like, y'all know. The cats know. <laughs> the cats like, oh, yeah, they're together. They my, <laughs> So, my, I've talked about it on the podcast a, uh, a couple of times, actually, but still makes me laugh very hard. Her sister's cat, Mango, who we adopted oh for a God. long time, I truly believe he only thought that couples could be interracial couples because her sister at the time was married to a white man. And then we adopted him, and obviously I'm white, and she is not. And then her best friend, <laughs> and her best friend Taylor, who is black, came over with her white husband. So Mango has just been exposed to, is the most woke cat ever. And it's so funny because Mango, like, when I first brought him here, he was traumatized because, you know, I took him from his owner. But then he would always, <laughs> well, I had no choice. She was going to Japan, and she told me, like, I'm scared to bring him over there, oh, like, because she wasn't educated about the culture over there. And then um, she told me it was going to be, like, really expensive to, like, bring him over there. So I was like, okay, I'll take him. But then when I brought him, he wouldn't, like, cuddle with me because he was so traumatized, but he would cuddle with Lynn. Mm. And I'm like, maybe he thinks that, you know, Lynn is my sister's ex-husband because she... Because all white people look the same. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, seriously, because he was like, because my sister's ex-husband was the one who was always home taking Mm -hmm. care of him. And so I'm like, um, but before the pandemic happened, I used to be gone. You, Lynn used to come home earlier than me, so he used to be able to cuddle with Mango more than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe he's like replacing Lynn with Robert. And then it was just so weird because Mango was scared of everyone, as you can see, because he's not in the building. But um, <laughs> but like it was weird because my best friend's husband came, and Mango just crawls up on him and just lays on him. Maybe Mango also likes white men. Yeah, that's true. Maybe yeah. What's that thing where, like, pets start to look like their owners? I don't know if there's a word for it. I don't know what it is either, but the cats just get the <laughs> the sexual preference of their owners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, a good white man is hard to find. Just let, oh, me, just, let me just say. Let, let me just say. Good, good white people are just hard to find. Listen, let me tell you. Listen. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> and then when my parents came over and Mango saw them, he was like, wait, something's missing. 
It's like, what? Two whites? Two whites? He said, that doesn't make sense. No. Wait, that's not legal. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. One of you need to get a tan. One of you needs to get a tan. Get a tan. Get darker. What's happening? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I like cats because at least cats can't be racist. Uh dogs can be racist i'm just gonna say it because i used to be a delivery driver and like sometimes white people's dogs would get real aggressive i'm just saying i do kind of peep that with some people's dogs like if like you can t- no seriously this no, is- no 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 i'm not ju- i'm not saying no to it remember dexter had a fear of dogs for a very long time because one bit him no, but when I would go over some of my... And I would get it because, like, this is their first time seeing a black person. So maybe... Th- I honestly think when... It just even, like, children or anybody, when it's your first time seeing someone for the first time of a different skin color, like, they just think, like, you know, oh, this person doesn't look like my owner or any of the other people that come around my owner. So they get scared, so... Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, in my mind... um Dogs are capitalists and cats are anarchists, and I I fuck with that. Um, yeah, <laughs> just, I fuck with that too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know how we got on this topic, but yeah, dogs can be racist, guys. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> dogs can be racist. Dogs can be racist. I, well, I do ask the guest at the end of each episode what they want to call this ep- episode, so there that, we took go. One, that took one out of it. Okay, we got a couple more things before we wrap up. Uh, I'm doing this just because, like, I want to talk about it, even though we already kind of touched on anime. Uh, spoiler alert for if you have seen... Attack on Titan Season 4, spoiler. Any, any of these episodes, we're kind of going to get into it real quick. Uh, thoughts? Have you watched any of them yet? Oh, yeah, I've watched the last episode of the final season, but I'm also caught up on the manga as well, so... Oh, well... Yeah. Never mind, we can't talk about it! <laughs> no, I don't spoil it, I won't spoil it. I don't mind being spoiled, do you want her to spoil it? Because I want to know what happens in the next chapter. So, uh, what next question? Uh, what <laughs> do you... Want... Okay, we'll have it a message. Doesn't, listen, it doesn't let up, it just gets worse. Um, it, no happiness at it's all. No always, happiness? No it's happiness. always worse. It it's... makes you question just humanity in general, and okay. it's just... it's. A hell of a fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, it makes you grateful to live in the, this world. Well, you know. Wow. <laughs> uh, what am yep. I talking? I'm I hit the jackpot. Uh, <laughs> okay, so like I always ask of everyone. We each... didn't really talk about Attack on Titan. I'm going to detail. I know she's not going to spoil it for us. I'm not going to. Okay. 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 We, okay. Okay. What is your theory besides reading the last manga chapter? Um, what is your theory of how this might end? God, um, probably with Aaron getting what he wants. Mm-hmm. Just because I've seen a lot of fan theories about, like, you know, I don't think this is a spoiler. The Attack Titan, like, you get the memories of the Titan that, like, yeah, I was just telling Lynn about that. Yeah. yeah, and like, it seems like the Attack Titan can like send memories, like through space and time Mm -hmm. and so there's a theory that Aaron is somehow orchestrating all of this from the future even like his own like child self like influencing his decisions and stuff Mm. and um 
I don't know how you beat that. I don't know how you beat that. Because I don't know if anyone noticed or, like, was paying attention to, like, all the Titans' abilities, like, as the show, as we, like, were learning about the character development with each Titan. Like, I was like, oh, man. I was like, Aaron's Titan's not all that great. But then, like, as we get to know Aaron and actually who the Attack Titan is based on, like, you know, Kruger and his dad and everybody... I'm like, oh shit, like, even though he's not the, you know, he ate the Founding Titan, but even before he ate the Founding Titan, I was just kind of like, oh shit, like, you actually have more control as a Titan. Kirby. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously, like, he's the, he's the underdog, like, Titan, like, everyone thinks, you know, the Jawhammer Titan and all these other Titans have all these great abilities, but, like, Aaron seriously has one of the most, like very just intuitive and he can like literally like like you were saying like manipulate like memories and stuff like that and time travel essentially so i personally find aaron to be um how do i say this i hate him uh he fucking sucks um i think the only reason that he is like as important as he is is because he has the titans but like as a person trash like he's I'm, not even like he's a, a very i've never heard anyone person. scream as much as him and i'm like like I scream care. and then have nothing to back it up like yeah. you know what i mean like mikasa and armin all of them have had to save him on multiple occasions yeah he has not gotten himself out of anything it's true and yeah. he's taken direction from other people to achieve things but did not come up with them himself so it's like you're just out here using everybody like maybe his his power is manipulation uh but maybe he was meant to be the you know maybe this was meant to all happen when you think about it you know what i'm saying my is the whole idea of the eldians and uh like the titans and stuff is just awful because it's like it's not like a typical sci-fi like oh there's this like avatar or whatever you know Mm -hmm. like the blue people like it's like way deeper like it's like because, like, that is a huge question. Like, I personally would not want to live in a world where the people can just become giant titans that can eat me. It's literally, like, it's worse than racism. It's just, like, we really just, like, they literally treat the Eldians like shit. Like, how... Yeah, it's like a primal fear. It's not, like, yeah. just casual racism. It's like, it's like you're a threat to my survival. So, like, we have to keep you yeah, locked up. Yep. But then at the same time, it's like, well they all can't become tight like there's like there's so much shit there's just you can get into it all of it um but yeah it just doesn't get any happier uh just i i don't know i don't think it's going to end on a good note i think i think it's going to do you think he's gonna achieve quote-unquote peace though like to be because my theory is that he's gonna get all the titans finally acquire this euthanization thing like his theory and actually, like, get rid of Eldians altogether will stop, you know, breeding them, essentially. I think uh, Aaron is that kind of, uh, he's kind of a Thanos guy of, like, oh. let's just wipe it all out. And that's peace right there. I really okay. think that's how he is. And, like, he wants to be the last person standing on top of the rubble. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On top of everybody's corpses. Uh, I feel that. Hopefully, he's going to pull like a 180 and he's like, oh, I was actually the good guy the whole time. I, was uh-huh. just, I, I got so, so many people killed, yeah, but you're like, welcome. I, I did what I had to do. <laughs> 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 you know, I, <laughs> Ty's like, no. <laughs> no. Ty's like, no, 
always sucks. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it's going to have a happy ending. Um, I think more and more of our beloved characters are going to die. Um, Damn. Yeah. Rip no, Connie. No, uh, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> no, she that was Connie pretty so a very terrible, like, um, and I was telling Lynn, I was like, I think, honestly, Connie dying was like, no, not Connie. Um, Sasha. Sasha dying was like literally like foreshadowing that there's going to be more casualties. Just, I think Sasha dying is like, they killed their comedic relief. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rip me. <laughs> right, yeah. they killed the potato girl. Like that—that that was like the that one. That was the funny, beginning. That was of... the one funny, like innocent kind of humor in this awful world. And like the first episode of the new season, she's fucking gone. Yeah. So to me, that says there's no more humor. There's no more happiness. It's all just stress. Okay, stress, blood, and Aaron doing whatever the fuck he wants because yep. God, I hate him. But Levi, though, <laughs> Levi be tearing him up. <laughs> <laughs> Levi! Oh! I really, because even, like, there's, like, this fan thing going on right now. They're like, so, it, Levi and Aaron, who wins? I'm like, fucking Levi, Levi and Aaron fucking Levi dies. is a monster. Do you see the way Zeke reacts to Levi? Like, he's a full-on beast titan, and Levi is did like... Did you see how he was cutting up his legs? Bro! He was <laughs> like, listen. I, like, he was like, oh, you cut up... Like, he, like... When he, like, was, uh, when Zeke turned all the people into Titans, and, like, it was in, in the forest, and Levi was, like, murking all of he them. He really thought that. He really he, thought. Yeah, he, the, he just really thought that, oh, these are my friends, I'm not gonna kill them. Do you know who the fuck Levi is? Do you is? know who you're fucking dealing with? Exactly. This is, Le- this is Levi. Like, bro, like, oh, it, it, just beautiful. Like, because I also, he's a short king, like, he's. Yeah, uh, short uh, king. Yeah. afraid of like this five foot nothing guy and yeah. it's like and you should be and i think that's fucking awesome because like he is kind of he's kind of like distant and cold or whatever like levi is mm-hmm. but i think that he's a really well written character because he's obviously been through so much yeah. mm-hmm. so it's like him willingly killing his comrades that have turned into titans is like an act of love it's not even like um Oh, he's cold. It's like, no, he's doing it because he, he loves them. Humanity. Because, mm. I mean, there was a point, in, and we all saw it, like, a point where Levi had no hope in humanity at all. And he was just like, I'm literally just here. And then now, like, you know, he finally got, like, you know, he's finally in the position where he can save humanity. So he's like, I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't give a fuck if you're Aaron. I don't, you know, I'm going to kill all you motherfuckers. Like, period. The way he, like, will not let Zeke rest. He will not. He's just on his ass every single second. But because he's just an asshole right with Aaron. Like, let's be honest. Like, I don't... Zeke is an interesting character because, like, I feel for him. Yeah, his childhood. In his childhood. And, like, everyone's technically, I guess, their hearts are in the right place because I don't think most people are doing anything for power necessarily, but just, like, we just want this war to stop. We just want people to stop being afraid of aliens. How do we even do that? And some people have really fucked up uh, ideas about how to do that. And so it's it all comes down to, like, if people would just let it go, <laughs> if everybody was like, you know what, let's just let it go. But, I mean, we can 
can talk about that like in real life. If everybody let it go, we wouldn't be dealing with half the shit that we're dealing with, you know, in our own reality. Like, man. I don't know. I feel like black people could have way more of a grudge for slavery. I'm just saying. I feel like... <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? No, like, you're 100% right. I feel like we, we're pretty chill, like, given everything that's happened. Just That's just me. But, like... <laughs> I, I agree. We've given up a lot. We, we're, I feel like, you know, we could do so much more if we wanted to. But we just really just wanted to just let us buy, please. But anyways, yeah, Attack on Titan doesn't get any better. So don't expect any happiness. <gasps> just right. stress and tears. And this podcast probably isn't going to get any better than <laughs> this, than this, I don't want to call it a debate, but this like ping pong back and forth between two strong women about, Sorry, guys. How, about how amazing this show is. It um, is. Watch it. Like, and like, <laughs> if you don't like gore and stress, like, I guess don't watch it. But if you can handle it, like. Yeah, yeah, season one's very slow, but it gets better, so keep watching. Oh, like, my boss, like, she was like, yeah, I was watching that show about, like, the giant naked people trying to get at the wall, and, like, Attack on Titan is so far from that now, I did not know what yes. she was talking about. Yeah. I was like, giant naked people trying to get in a wall? What are you talking about? Yeah, and she's like, it's really popular, and I was like, oh, Attack on, like, you're at that level, honey, <laughs> You have barely hit bedrock. Those oh are my first God. season problems. Yeah. I was like, that's not even an issue anymore. Like, Titans, like, I like shows where, like, the big bad isn't even, like, the issue anymore. It's people. Yeah. Like, that's why I like The Walking Dead until they killed Glenn. Fuck y'all. Um, I feel but, that. like, the, the zombies, like, became more of, like, a backdrop than the actual problem. The real problems are people. And, like, I get that. Like, nature you can deal with. Forces of nature beyond your control, whatever. But people, nah. All right. Now, that's that's basically what The Walking Dead is. Yeah. Now, we are kind of running out of time. Yeah. So, we're going to wrap this up real quick. More importantly, did you have fun? Yes. Okay. And then, we're all friends, right? Yes. Okay, cool. I, I don't know why I've been ending it like that, but, like, I just want to, like, make sure. I keep expecting the one person to be like, listen, bitch. I have waited d- years to get you in a room alone and be like, y- you fucking cute. You are <laughs> the nicest person ever. I don't think anybody hates you, my dude. Oh, we could tell stories later. Please tell me, because <laughs> I love tea. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, not on here. Okay, later. <laughs> okay so and then the one thing that i've been ending the ending these on uh hold on let's see what we got okay yeah we have to end it on this one unfortunately but who do you want to listen to on this show it could be someone you know it could be even someone you may not know it could be a comedian a singer an artist someone that deserves more pop and that you would like to hear talk about how cool they are. Um, I have a friend, uh, Jade Green. Uh, she's not, they're not a comedian. Uh, they're an artist uh, in Kansas City. Part, a du- part of a duo called the Black Creatures. I know the. I reached out to the Black Creatures and they didn't say anything. Black Creatures. <laughs> can you say it? Because I uh, feel dirty saying it. Can J- you- Black Creatures. <laughs> no, can you like ask them to come on? Because I feel weird being like, Black Creatures, come on here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess you're like, yeah, it looks cool. Like, I don't know. They are also really busy. So it's probably not even like they're ignoring you. It's just they have so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jade's super funny and cool. And they, um, yeah, they are super talented. And I think they'd be a great guest. 
I did. I, I do want them on here. And uh, Black Creatures, Jay Green, if you hear this, please reach out to me. I'd love to talk with you and find out more. I watched you perform once at the uh, old high school I went to, and you were spectacular. Uh, because I think about that very often. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think I already asked this. Did you have fun? I did, yes. Okay. That's great. Uh, I can't wait to have you back on one day. Yes. And uh, I don't know if it'll be one day soon because I feel like I've booked so many of these so far out that it's insane. Good. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm very, I, I can't say thank you enough for coming on here. Sorry uh, it took me so long to get here because I know you asked me like a while ago and I just... Uh, didn't. <laughs> Not because I didn't want to. I was just going through a lot of shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm really glad I got to do this because it was very fun. Yeah, I, again, I'm very thankful. Thankful to not only have you uh, on the show, but also have you as a friend, as a uh, not a co uh, as peer? a counterpart, as yeah, as a peer, yeah, as a, a as a counterpart peer. Yeah. Uh, in this scene, I don't know why I prayed to you like that, uh, but more Namaste. people should pray to Amira. Yeah, uh, honestly, you should. Uh, I'm worth it. She's the chillest god ever. I'm uh, not, but <laughs> you know it. It's still worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I have been Lynn Navertel. Amira Sanders. And Sierra went to the bathroom. Yeah, Sierra is in the bathroom right now. Uh, she'll probably kill me for saying that, but uh, she loves you all. Thank you for listening. I know you have a lot of options, but you picked us. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.